Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of January 29th, 2023. Now is a great time to get an astrology reading. All the planets are in direct motion until April 21st, so it's go time. A new beginnings reading will help you understand your natal chart and your natal promise better. Return to the stars is wonderful if you have a foundation in your chart but want to really focus on what's going on now and what may be coming up in the future and how you can use the cycles well to manifest what you want in your life. I also offer couples readings where you come with your partner or a parent, a child, and understand how your charts interact with each other, your blind spots, as well as areas of ease and things that can make the relationship better. Horary is the astrology of burning questions. So if you just want to focus in on a specific issue that is really soul stirring, that you really need some clarity on, it's a wonderful thing to do about what do you have to know about this relationship or what do you need to know about a work opportunity or a business investment or things like that, or if you lose something valuable and cannot find it, it can help find lost objects as well. So you can go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com. Readings are booked on the services page, or you can check the show notes and there'll be a link there. The theme of this week is seeing the light. And there are three big things I want you to think about. The first is that Mercury, the planet of communication, transportation, and thought processes, will trine Uranus, the great awakener, bringer of sudden events, the lightning bolt, rebellions, chaos, Uranus rules things like that, earthquakes, for the third and final time. Mercury is in Capricorn and Uranus is in Taurus. The first trine was on December 17th. Mercury was in direct motion and Uranus was retrograde. The second one was January 8th when they were both retrograde. That was the day that in Brazil, there was the people who supported the former president Bolsonaro stormed into buildings at the Capitol in Brazil to protest the election of the current president there, Lula, and caused a lot of damage. It was very similar to January 6th in the United States. You know, this revolt, the rebellion, where the people got together and it was seen very sudden and caused a lot of havoc. The last one will be today, January 29th, where they're both in direct motion. Now, 
Uranus is still on a world point. So there may be unexpected news relating to topics that are aligned with this trine. And trines are smooth, easy motion. So they just, things can go great or go down the tubes very, very quickly. Mercury rules transportation. So there could be like some transportation accident. Uranus is in Taurus, a sign of resources. So it could be something around a big money thing somewhere in the world. It also, Mercury argues and destabilizes and Uranus, you know, the revolts, it could be some kind of protest against government or or things like that. We'll see what happens. But in your own life, you can think about if those three dates connected with you, is there something that you have become aware of in terms of Mercury and Capricorn? Could be a process or a way you approach something tangible about your work or the goals you've set out to achieve or your like your status amongst the collective that you have a change of thinking about because Uranus can awaken you to wait new ways of being or new ways of thinking maybe you don't have the same values about achieving you know, wealth or material things that you used to. So you can think about that. Like maybe you spent so much money at Christmas, you're looking at the credit card that you got to pay and you're like, okay, we're not doing that again or something like that or whatever holiday you celebrate in December. Yeah, so those may be some things that come up this week for your review and understanding and integration with retrogrades, the first pass, we become aware of something the retrograde, like it comes back to our attention in some way. And the last pass, it's a psychological integration where we figure out a way forward or it comes to our attention. We can choose to ignore it or we can choose to make changes for our betterment. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that the asteroid series will station retrograde this Friday at 6 Libra. The mythology of Ceres is that she's the goddess of the grain and harvest. Her myth explains the seasons of the year. Her daughter Persephone was stolen by Pluto, the lord of the underworld, and dragged down to Hades in order to be his wife. And she went into this deep depression and let everything die And so there was a negotiation where her daughter was able to come back six months a year, but then she would have to go back to Hades six months a year. So it explains winter and fall and winter is when she's mourning her daughter. And then the spring and the summer is when she has her. And so when people die unexpectedly, often their series is activated Or if you lose someone unexpectedly, your your series may be activated in your natal chart. It's represented by the sickle. It's one of the asteroid goddesses. So it represents the mother and parenting and nurturing and caring for others. So people with strong series can often be like laborers or servers or involved in unions. And by strong, I mean it's conjunct a planet or a point or talking to something in your natal chart, yeah, or on an angle, things like that. I wonder if there is going to be news about food issues or lack of resources or empty shelves or things like that. It also could have a legal component because Libra, 
makes me think about lawyers getting involved in something. Maybe news about this egg issue. Apparently, eggs are really expensive these days and hard to get because of a problem, unexpected problem with animals who that are grown for food having some kind of avian flu or something. So the eggs were needed for inoculations or vaccines or things like that. Yeah. So anyway, I'm thinking that may have something to do with it when series stations. We'll see what happens. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that the sun will square Uranus on Friday, the same day, and the sun will be at almost 15 Aquarius and Uranus at 15 Taurus. Yeah, so that's world points. The 15 degrees of the fixed signs are world points where there can be big news that has high visibility. And the sun is about the authority, leaders. There can be unexpected news about a world leader, Uranus. There could be people fighting against restrictions from leadership. Yeah, freedom fighters is something that could happen on this day. It could also be like an earthquake or something like that. Yeah, I think it's related to Ceres in some way as well. We'll see what happens. Um, Kamala Harris, I've been kind of looking at her chart. She's coming up on her second Saturn return. Her Saturn natally is at 28 Aquarius. And in the sky now, it's to 26 Aquarius. So it's within the two degrees orb. So we may see events. And her Saturn's very high up in the ninth house. So something public may come to our attention. And she is a Libra. Now, when the sun squares Uranus, the moon will be at 27 Cancer, squaring her her sun at 27 Libra and her moon at 27 Aries. So I don't know. There could be news about motherhood for her, security, her home. I wonder if we'll know what goes on, but it looks like her chart is very activated. So we'll see what happens this week and through the next couple of months, because her return is on February 22nd officially, and then it's just a one hit. So when there's a one hit, when you have a Saturn return, it can be like a big event. And her midheaven is at two degrees of Pisces. And so when Saturn gets to two degrees of Pisces on March 28th, it will connect with her midheaven for the first time. And she's going to have it rub against her midheaven three times. That can be a time when you can have increased responsibilities. Yeah, I'm not going to make any predictions about what is going to happen. But also Neptune is going to be squaring her ascendant in her north node. So yeah, Neptune dissolves things as well as her descendant. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm very interested to see how this year manifests for her. In your own life, the sun square Uranus may awaken you to maybe something that needs to change. And it could be related to your mother or your diet with series stationing on the same day or the work you do, something like that. Yeah. Or a child. It's very interesting. See what comes like a couple days before and a couple days after Friday. See what comes to your attention that you are awakened to how you need to make some changes about something related to series. On Sunday, the word of the day is awareness. We start the week with the moon in the fixed earth sign of Taurus. 
and it recently met Uranus. And then on this day, the moon is going to square Saturn and it's going to square Saturn where it's a degree off of Algol, that fixed star of intensity. So you may become aware of some things on this day. There can be a little intensity around this or someone yourself or someone else may be figuratively feel like they're being beheaded by restrictions that they're, are put upon them or feel like they're they're losing their voice in some way. Yeah, this could be a bit of a, a tense day. The sun will also trine Mars. Sun trine Mars can be putting a spotlight on the actions that you're you're taking or someone else is taking. And Mars is in Gemini. So that's why I feel like it may be something around communication or someone saying something that's just a little out of pocket. But for yourself, Mars is going to be on the fixed star Aldebaran, which is about acting with integrity. So even if someone comes at you sideways, around something, can you remain in your own integrity? The sun may also illuminate the work that the retrogrades required of you, especially that long, what was seemingly never ending Mars retrograde in Gemini. The sun illuminates things. If you've done the work, maybe all will be fine and smooth. But if you haven't, you know, something may come to your attention that with Mercury trining Uranus on the same day, there is like something breaks. I mean, I'm sure in the collective, there's going to be some, I think it's going to be something around transportation. We'll see that comes to light. It also could be something about someone in big business because Mercury's in Capricorn, or it could be something about layoffs with the tech industry. That was a big part of that Mars retrograde in Gemini. Gemini, an air sign that rules information and tech is all about information. And Mars retrograde, like the pulling back, the taking action to reduce headcount was very Mars retrograde about the tech. And with this, this next week, we may be seeing more layoffs coming from those industries. On Monday, the word of the day is integration. And this could be the day that some big layoffs are announced. And they've been we've been hearing again and again, many companies laying people off. Yeah, the moon will enter Gemini at 12.34 a.m. And then when it's in Gemini, it will, over the next couple of days, activate Mars and meet Mars and, you know, set off some things about that Mars retrograde. There is subtle energy today. Mercury will be in a quintile with Mars. So there is a great opportunity to integrate the emotions that the retrogrades like were bringing up, connected to the words for positive action. Quintiles are grace notes. This is an, a soft aspect. It's 72 degrees between the two planets. And it's the ability to integrate like differing energies in a creative way is what quintiles offer us. So great day for brainstorming the next steps. Yeah, so think about that on Monday. On Tuesday, the word of the day is assessment. The sun at 11 Aquarius will King Kong's Palace Athena at 11 Cancer. 
Pallas Athena is the asteroid of strategy. So this is a great time to assess your strategy about how you're achieving, could be like your big goals or how you're interacting with someone in your family with Pallas Athena on cancer. Aquarius is a sign where you can take a step back and have a higher perspective. It's a fixed air sign. So assess your strategy of dealing with something that's been difficult for you or challenging or feeling like it's an obstacle. Is your strategy logical, Aquarius, or emotional, Cancer? And what adjustments do you need to make to get back on track or move it forward in a positive way? On Wednesday, the word of the day is persistence. The gibbous moon is at 27 degrees of Gemini at 7.07 a.m. Gemini is an air sign and the gibbous moon is like pregnant with possibilities. It's the last phase right before the full moon. And the sun will sextile Chiron. So there's an opportunity for healing with this, healing or hurting. And Neptune is semi-square, the North Node. And semi-squares can be frustrated where you feel like you're pushing against something and you're not getting anywhere. So with this, I want you to have an attitude about what is possible. Think about the dream Neptune. And if you feel like there have been endless obstacles getting in your way to achieve your dream, do not give up. Keep the faith. Yeah, think about your the actions you're taking or the, your plans that you're putting in place with Mercury and Capricorn. Yeah, keep the faith, don't give up. Have persistence is what the message is for this phase of the lunar cycle. And then the moon will enter the watery sign of Cancer at 12, 11 p.m. Pacific time. So the moon is at home in Cancer. Emotions may run high. The moon is out of bounds for part of this week and Mars is out of bounds. There's not the calming influence of the sun when planets are out of bounds. So just watch out again for acting out of emotion rather than logic. On Thursday, the word of the day is unify. Venus, the planet of relationships and harmony and balance, will be in a sextile with the North Node. So Venus is at 8 Pisces, the North Node at 8 Taurus. This may be more internal where you figure out a way to move forward with something that will be a mutual benefit to both parties. Yeah, that's in your highest good. So think about how you can connect rather than separate. On Friday, the word of the day is clash. If there are things that need to be dealt with, some conflict that needs to be dealt with, it may come to a head on this day. This is the day series at 6 Libra, stations to go retrograde. So it could be, you know, something around a group of laborers keeps coming to me. Or a a mother's group argument breaks out at the mommy circle. I don't know, because this is a day also the sun squares Uranus, both on world points at 15 degrees sun, 15 degrees Aquarius, Uranus, 15 degrees of Taurus. So there can be clashes between authority and the people who are revolting against the authority. Yeah, or something around resources. It'll be really interesting to see what happens 
on this day or leading up to this day or a few days afterwards. On Saturday, the word of the day is integrity. Venus in Pisces. Now it will be at 10 Pisces will square Mars and Gemini at 10 degrees of Gemini. Mars on the fixed star Aldebaran. Maybe this is just you and your partner or your friend arguing about whether you want to go to an art museum or a UFC fight. Venus is the feminine yin energy. Mars is the masculine yang energy. This could be a lover's quarrel. You don't bring me flowers anymore kind of thing. Or just, yeah, just some kind of conflict with yin and yang. Could also be activating very, very sexy like a connection with between lovers where mm, one says something really sexy and it's just like a high takes them to a higher love with Venus and Pisces, but acting with integrity because Al Deberon is the star of integrity. It's the bullseye also. So yeah, don't think you're getting away with something because you may not. Yeah. It's something you do may come back. So hopefully Everyone will act with integrity on this day. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories, or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, Please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 